The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. The latest trends and hottest topics, love and sex, handled honestly and with passion. Here's Dr. Lori, CJAD 800. Welcome to Trouble Tuesdays, the night that I reserve to answer all of your questions about love, sex, and relationships. That's the a whole evening long. So if you have uh, any questions for me, you can text them in at 514-800. You can call in at 514-790-0800. Some people have uh, chosen to email me. That's fine, too. Lori at Lori. Dot com is uh, where you can email. You can also feel free uh, to add in your two cents. So uh, if I'm missing something or you want to add something or maybe you've had your experiences with a particular issue that's brought up, then I would welcome uh, your comments as well. I want to go back to a question that was asked yesterday. I uh, just did a little bit more research on this, and it was a way, uh, the question was, is there a way to increase uh, semen volume? So just so you know, the peak production or the peak volume, semen volume, is um, is be- when we're between the ages of 30 and 35, and then after 55, uh, that is that where semen volume will be at its lowest. So it goes down. It is completely unrelated to pleasure, the feeling of pleasure. Not sure. This is not the first time I get asked this question, but I'm not sure why. Um, Is it because it's tied into a feeling of masculinity? Certainly, when we think of semen volume, we kind of attach it to uh, fertility. However, um, that also hasn't really that hasn't really panned out. It, it, it doesn't really increase anything. Um, it well, it does. It does when there's le- obviously if there's a lot less uh, ejaculate, there's less, uh, sperm in there, which is why as you get older, even men have like fertility, uh, issues. It doesn't mean that they stop producing uh, sperm. Remember there are millions and millions and millions of them in an ejaculate. So, uh, is it that a belief that more ejaculate increases their partner's pleasure? Again, this is there are no claims, like there are no studies that show this at all. There's also nothing, n- no evidence to suggest that there are any pills that anybody can take as well uh, to uh, to increase the uh, the volume. So, um, and by the way, just a fact: sperm. When you talk about fertility, sperm makes up only one to ten percent of the semen. So it's not all of the, everything you see there is a, a bunch of them, but even that 10% involves uh, millions of, of sperm. So there is no way to increase uh, semen volume aside from like uh, hydrating yourself, like drinking uh, lots of liquid, etc. But it doesn't increase it more than the normal level and there are normal levels established by the World Health Organization in terms of what is the world average 
I don't know if you want to know this information. I can give you this information, but uh, let's just say the average is between three and five milliliters of semen volume per ejaculate. So that's a little tidbit of information about that. I'm in my 30s. I still have a bunch of trouble using a tampon. Otherwise, everything is normal with my body. I am a virgin. Is there any way to make this easier without having sex? So I would say in this situation that you may want to have a session with a pelvic floor physiotherapist who can um, help you understand your body and to see if the, like to help you stretch the opening a little bit so that you can use a tampon. I don't know if you've had an internal exam. Has, have you been to a gynecologist? So you're in your thirties. Um, if you haven't been sexually active at all, anything below the belt, then you wouldn't really need a pap test. But, uh, have you had anything checked by a gynecologist? If the gynecologist has been able to do an internal exam, then you should be able to use a tampon. It could be that you're very tense. Like what happens when you try to insert that tampon? Do you tense up because you're fearing the pain? Have you tried using the very slender? They have the tampons made for teenagers, so they're super slenders. Uh, Very, very small. If you have trouble with that... I'm trying to like understand at which point there's a tension. So if you try to insert the tampon in the minute it, it goes near the opening, you can't push it in because your, uh, your, your vaginal muscles are tightening up, which is something that could be happening that could be out of fear or nerves or what have you. So you need to learn how to relax those muscles. And this is why going to physiotherapy with a specialist in the pelvic floor would be very helpful to you. Uh, so you could do that. If you check on uh, uh, the website for Capino Physio and Wellness Center, there uh, they have uh, pelvic floor physiotherapists that work at this clinic. Uh, so you can check them out. Is it true that pot increases sex drive? So there's research being done, especially now with pot being legal in Canada, that does look at uh, the effects of pot on sex drive. What it does is like a glass of wine. So it would be where it relaxes you to the point that your anxieties, fears, nervousness, inhibitions would be lowered and thus making you more feel in your body. So it makes you, it makes arousal easier, but we're going to have to see the research that's going to come out now, now that they can legally give it to subjects, right? Uh, to be able to, uh, to test sex drive. But I can tell you there's tons of research in the work, uh, right now. Uh, to avoid decreasing semen count when trying to impregnate your partner, it's been said to avoid caffeine and hot baths. I don't know about the caffeine. The hot baths, what you need to avoid is to, uh, you don't want your testicles to be, uh, to get too hot, too warm. So they suggest wearing uh, boxer shorts to keep the testicles away from your body. So the closer they are to your body, the warmer 
it is. The further away they are, the cooler it is. And hot baths, obviously, that's what it's going to do. It's going to increase the temperature, especially if you have a bath, like if you have sex after the bath. So uh, best to keep it at a, a, keep your testicles at a kind of an even uh, temperature and not too hot. So those are some of the things that you can do. I've not heard about the caffeine in terms of, uh, of fertility. What I have heard, though, is that you want to ejaculate less frequently so if you're if you masturbate daily for example then and then have sex maybe stop the masturbation have sex every second day and that will um will at least increase uh the volume the more you masturbate the less volume with each one if it's uh, consecutive so your body needs time to uh replenish Uh, more penis questions coming up Relationships on the line. Connect with Dr. Lori now. 514-790-0800. Passion. News Talk Radio. CJAD 800. I answer your questions tonight all night long. So it, during the break, I did um, a Google search, but I use a search called uh, Google Scholar. So if you want to find studies that have been done on a particular subject, I was looking up pot and increased uh, sex drive. So if you go, if you Google Google Scholar and you go to that, you'll get all the scientific literature that comes up with this. Uh, and frankly, there's, there haven't been any controlled studies. In other words, they've, they've done, they have studies where they ask pot users and they ask them different kinds of things, but they haven't done like a controlled study, meaning that they take two groups of people, one they give uh, pot to and they control the amount and the other is a placebo or nothing. And then they compare them on uh, different scales. So it would be a, whether it's sat- sexual satisfaction scale or uh, some other measures of, uh, of sexuality and, and sexual desire. And then they would be able to see how much more, how much less, uh, and, and control for the amount. That's the uh, the most important thing because that's what makes it difficult. Once you get past a certain amount, it may have the complete opposite effect, just like alcohol does. So a little bit of alcohol um, <clears throat> may boost arousal and, and interest because it's a disinhibitor. Too much alcohol m- will create impotence and, and all kinds of other stuff. <clears throat> so you have to... Always check with uh, with the dosage. 514-800. If you have a question to text in, you can always uh, call in at 514-790-0800. This uh, emailer wrote wrote to me at laurie at drlaurie.com. I've been suffering with this problem for about a year now. When I have sex, my penis is always dry and it can hurt to actually have sex. Not only that... There is always a strong buildup of smegma underneath my foreskin and glands, and it can sometimes give off a funky smell. I wash it daily in the shower, but every day it comes back. I'm worried it might be a sign of an STI, but I'm not completely sure as I did have unprotected sex with a woman. If you could please take the time to answer, I would be very uh, grateful for your help as this is worrying me, and I struggle to find the time to see a clinic about this. Okay, you've got to make time when something is wrong, right? Uh, 
So you do need, like, I cannot give you, uh, I don't know what it is. So I'm going to just, I can take a, a guess. I, I can hypothesize on what it is, but this in no way replaces a proper evaluation and a diagnosis by a medical doctor. So if your penis is dry, you should uh, consider using a water or silicone-based lubricant. Silicone-based probably is, is more oily, although it's not oil. Do not use oil-based if you're going to use a condom, no oil-based. So the silicone does feel like oil, but it's silicone-based. And that you can get at any, uh, pretty much any drugstore today or any, uh, any sex shop. The smegma problem, it is possible, again, not a medical doctor, haven't examined you, which I would not, only a medical doctor would do that, um, but I don't have the full picture, right? It's possible that there is a yeast infection. Remember, yeast lives in the folds of skin, it, it lives in moist areas, so in, in between the foreskin, inside the foreskin, between the foreskin and the, and the shaft, uh, is a very moist area, so yeast can cre- can uh, create there and could cause this funky uh, smell. So obviously, daily washing while pulling back the foreskin is the best way to to maintain hygiene. You don't even need really uh, soap. You can clean the head of the penis with water. That is absolutely sufficient. Uh, but if you do have a yeast infection, you're going to have to get to needed uh, to get. It treated because it will keep coming back. And if you uh, do have sex with someone, you can pass on uh, the yeast, just like uh, a female partner who has a yeast infection can pass it on to a male partner. Um, uncircumcised men more at risk for yeast infections, but even circumcised men can get a yeast infection with no symptoms and keep passing it back and forth. So uh, if uh, you're with a female who has a yeast infection and she gets treated, it's best, especially, if, well, obviously if you're not using a condom, that you all, that the male also gets treated uh, for, uh, for the yeast. Uh, sometimes also when there's more smegma buildup, is when the foreskin is too tight, which makes pulling it back more difficult and sometimes harder to clean properly. So really you need, you need a a medical evaluation. Your doctor has to take a look at you and you have to give them a list to give him or her the list of symptoms and, uh, and, and figure it out and, and start treating it from there. I heard of scat play and people who actually ingest feces. Can't you contract a possible dangerous infection and E. coli bacteria by engaging in such a practice? Yes, absolutely. The worst thing you can ingest is someone else's poop uh, or your own, whatever. This, But there is a fetish. Uh, we Well... We call it, there's a name for it in the scientific literature, in the diagnostic literature, called, it's called coprophilia. Uh, coprophilia is this, this fetish where you enjoy w- watching other people with poop and play with poop and you get turned on by that. And yes, there is a video out there of, uh, women ingesting it is really disgusting and absolutely and completely uh, dangerous. So some of these are 
produced videos, so I don't know if they're real. I somehow I doubt it, but I I couldn't tell you. So yeah, that's uh, definitely definitely a big could be a big source of infection. If yogurt helps a female yeast infection, can it possibly help a male? Well, you mean by like putting yogurt on your penis? Well, we still, you still want to treat it with proper medication. I, I don't think that that would be enough, but that's a good bacteria, the, the yogurt. So eating yogurt regularly is probably very, uh, very helpful. So yes, I would imagine that if it's helpful for uh, females, it's helpful for males as well. 514-800, do you have uh, any questions or comments about uh, any anything you're dealing with or thinking about, anything related to sex, anything related to your relationship you want to discuss with me? Of course, you know you can always uh, contact me here. Uh, due to over-masturbation, my right testicle is shrinking. Also, my scrotum looks small. What can I do now? I also have a problem of EDPE and less muscle mass. So erectile dysfunction and premature ejaculation. So again, this does not replace a medical uh, proper evaluation diagnosis. Just a guess once again. Uh, there are many possible conditions that can cause testicular uh, atrophy or testicular shrinkage. Masturbation is not one of those causes. I can tell you that. Um, but is it possible maybe that you have some reduction in testosterone levels? Possibly, maybe, due to excessive masturbation, um, which may lead to some shrinkage, may lead to some erectile dysfunction, may lead to some loss of muscle mass. It's related to the testosterone levels in your body. But you need to absolutely see a medical doctor to assess the situation, get blood work done, check your testosterone levels, uh, and all of that. So, uh, and make sure you're not taking any other medication like steroids, um, and uh, the anabolic steroids that, uh, uh, weight, weightlifters or bodybuilders take actually do, uh, shrink. So it can shrink the testicles. Uh, did you say you can actually contract a yeast infection by engaging in sex with a man who has it without demonstrable symptoms? No, it's the other way around, that the male, you will get the symptoms as the female. The male, uncircumcised male, may not show symptoms. Um, and what are some of the symptoms that a woman would experience in such a case? Usually it's, uh, it's itching, uh, odor, and things like that. So... Uh, you might see a discharge that you haven't uh, recognized before. So those are some of the things that you, you would know if you had uh, a yeast infection. Women would know. Uh, coming up, a question about the penis pump. I'll tell you a little bit about what the uses of the penis pump are. Sometimes they're sold as medical devices, but often you can get them in a sex shop, and they can work for erectile dysfunction uh, especially. So we, uh, we'll talk about that. The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised.
It's Sex Out Loud, and you're welcome to listen in. Passion on CJAD 800. It is Trouble Tuesdays tonight. I answer your questions about love, sex, and relationships. Uh, this uh, person writes, I've been using the Hydromax penis pump for about two weeks now, and I must say I do notice a considerable difference in the girth, not so much the length, but especially in the girth. At the beginning, I started with the six-inch circumference, and I'm now at seven, and my length has always been around eight. I'm just wondering, since I'm using it 15 minutes every day, if I stop or my results or are my results permanent, or is there still more research on this technique? So there really isn't much research on this technique, except that I've not seen anything that gives a permanent uh, result, as far as I know. Although I know we have a listener out there who always writes me every time I talk about penis lengthening in size, uh, who talks about uh, some some technique and Kegel exercises and something that actually he says swears by it and has worked. But I, I believe it's something that you have to keep doing. The penis bump, what does that do? It, it, it uh, pulls the blood into the, uh, you have the, the cor- corpus cavernosa, which are basically uh, cylinders on either side of the penis that fill with blood. And you are pushing the blood into there and pumping it. Think of blowing up a balloon and, and just, and blowing it up till it's as big as it gets, right? So that's what's happening when we, uh, we often recommend penis pumps for people who have trouble maintaining an erection and even, uh, getting an erection. So, uh, the best way would be to, it's the least invasive way, non-medical way, not taking any meds. Some people don't like to take medication. So you buy this penis pump, you insert your penis into the cylinder, you pump away, there's a pump action. And then once your uh, penis fills with blood, you then take, uh, um, a penis ring. It's a constriction ring that you put at the base of the penis to trap the blood. So some men, for example, may lose their erection. They'll get one, but they'll lose it. So once they get it, they can put this constriction ring to, to get to, to maintain the erection. And for those that are not getting uh, super firm erections, then they can uh, use the penis pump to firm up their erection. Um, so it made this texturized, it made the penis longer or thicker. No, he's talking about girth, which is the thickness of it rather than the, uh, the length of it. So there, I don't, I have not seen the research, any research that talks about this actually. And, um, and my guess would be that it, there's no, it's not a permanent, uh, permanent solution. You, you'd have to probably kind of keep doing this. Uh, if anybody else has experience with this or has tried these uh, growing techniques, then uh, please share with us and share with our listeners as well. Uh, can sex dolls actually be cleaned properly in between customers? Yeah, you would be like, bleh, right? You're thinking, how? Like if there are, uh, there's... Uh, holes, there's places of insert, there's ejaculation, there's bacteria, there's all kinds of stuff. 
would you want to um, put your penis in one of those dolls without have, knowing exactly how they clean it? I have no idea how they clean them and can clean them so thoroughly in between uh, customers, frankly. If it's your own doll, I guess it's different. You would still want to clean it just like you would clean a sex toy. You use sex toy uh, cleaners and uh, to get rid of bacteria. That's really, really important for any sex toy, whether it's a sex doll or a dildo or anything. Um, so, uh, but I really, I, if you're going to use a sex doll that's being used by others, use a condom for God's sakes, like use a condom because if it isn't cleaned properly, you could get a sexually transmitted infection from some other guy that's been in there. So, uh, yeah. So I really don't know. I, 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 I've not, I've not seen one of those really fancy sex dolls close up. I've only seen the blow up kinds. (laughs) Those are probably easier to clean. I don't know. A penis is a muscle, so I would think the penis pump might make it muscular. No, it doesn't make it muscular. (laughs) Exactly. Remember, it's full of these uh, little veins that uh, there's that that fills up. They fill up with with blood. So it's more about that than a muscle like you would have another muscle on your body with full of fibers and stuff. It's not, it's not that kind of muscle. Uh, all right. Another question on, uh, excessive masturbation. I think can watching porn and masturbating cause hair loss or any other psychological problems like stress, anxiety, or depression is porn completely safe to use. If it is how to go about it. So very unlikely that masturbation is causing you hair loss or causing you to grow hair on your palms for that matter. Uh, and this is your hair loss is much more likely have to do with your, um, with your genetics. So it is not about, uh, masturbation. As for other psychological issues like anxiety or depression, the answer is yes. But it all depends on how you feel about your masturbation activities. If you feel shame and guilt, then this is going to cause you distress. Distress can lead to feelings of anxiety or uh, depression. If your sexual activities interferes with you getting into a relationship or affects your ability to have sex with your partner, then that's also considered an unhealthy amount of masturbation. As for porn, most people, especially men, but women too, watch porn. Is it a problem per se? It is not a problem per se, unless you watch it to excess, unless you have difficulty making the distinction between what is real and what is fantasy, unless you're watching porn that, um, that you feel is like having an influence. Like if you're watching a lot of violent porn, violence against women, and I'm, I'm talking about your run of the mill porn, watching naked people, uh, have sex with none of the extreme stuff, then, um, it, it doesn't impact most people negatively. 
However, it can impact your uh, life negatively. There is a, a proportion of men and women who develop problems uh, watching porn and porn addiction. It does happen, but is it everyone, which would make it the pornographer, like the pornography, the problem rather than the person seeking out porn becomes the drug of choice for people who are, who need something to escape from something. So, uh, and because pornography is so easily available, um, that's it. Uh, that's disgusting. I just as bad as sharing vibrators. And furthermore, we're living in an era when we can't even trust lettuce to be properly clean and uncontaminated, let alone sex toys. What a good point you're making. We don't trust our lettuce. You're not going to trust somebody else's sex toy and how they clean that. Wow. Made me think of that. That's a, a very good point you bring up. Talk that's all inclusive. Passion with Dr. Lori. News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. So I got this email. Maybe someone has the answer to this. I don't. What does exactly cassolette mean? Is it more related to French literature? So I, a cassolette is an incense burner, and I do believe it's related to French literature, although I have no idea how it's related to sexuality. So if anybody um, knows or has a few minutes to uh, to look that up for us, then, um, you know, it's appreciated, of course. Uh, let's see. Will number 34 be back with passion this winter? Yes. Uh, unfortunately, the Ottawa Red Blacks lost the Grey Cup uh, to uh, to Calgary, but... Uh, and we feel bad for that, but they made it all the way there, so that's good. And number 34, Kaya Bear, who is my Friday co-host, uh, should be coming back to town now that the season is over. So yes, you can expect to hear him with me on Friday nights uh, in the new year. A uh, long-time listener, I find it aggravating that you break for endless traffic reports even at this time of night. Hey, some of us are driving at night, me included. I need those traffic reports at night. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, listen, we're, we're, we are known for our, our traffic and our news and then uh, some talk. Uh, all right. In the past, I found it smoking weed made me more horny. Is that normal? Yes, that's the anecdotal evidence that people report is that when they uh, that they when they do smoke marijuana, they may feel more horny. Part of that is really because you're thinking less and feeling more. If that makes sense, when when you are completely sober, you're much more, your mind is much more likely to uh, have a lot of thoughts. And when you're not sober, you tend not to think as much, but feel far more. So that's one of the things that it's, uh, that it's related to. Here's a question I've, we've, we've had a few times actually, a similar question. I've been with my girlfriend for almost two years now, and I've been having these fantasies about having anal sex with her. 
But it's like every time I mention it to her, she blows it off or gets mad at me. Is there any way I can convince her to do it or is it too kinky? The word convince, not thrilled with. Um, let's just address the kinky aspect of the question here. If we're looking generally uh, speaking, if if we look at anal sex practice among the heterosexual population, it's probably more popular than you think. In the U.S., 44% of straight men and 36% of straight women admitted to at least trying anal sex at least once. But we all have our sexual preferences and we all have our sexual boundaries. Sometimes we are willing to stretch those boundaries And for other people, they may be very adamant about what they absolutely will or will not do sexually. We have our hard limits and our soft limits. The hard limits are absolutely uh, no-go zone. So that's important. Your girlfriend may not be comfortable, period, with the idea of anal sex and you putting pressure on her by mentioning it over and over again to her is not going to make, want to make her try it more. You're, she's going to get mad at you and she's going to get frustrated with you. And eventually that will turn into resentment. And then, then what? Like it then starts to, it starts to really damage your relationship. So back off. She knows what you want. She, you've made your desires known to her. Uh, and let it go, let it go. But we all have our readiness. We all have our, uh, sometimes it, it requires a longer a time in a relationship, more trust to develop before we want to risk being more adventurous, for example. So chill. That's all I can tell you to do in this situation. Um, <clears throat> wacky tobacco has opposite effect for me. Listen, for some people, uh, absolutely, um, marijuana can have an opposite effect. It can make you anxious. It can make you paranoid. It can make you so sleepy that you don't have any desire for anything except uh, going to bed. So it has a different effect on everybody. And here's, that's why there's a problem with the, the studies of uh, marijuana use and sexual desire is the amounts. At which point is it too much? And at which point is it just enough? And does every, and everybody else responds differently. We all may respond differently to the same amount. So it's very difficult, uh, to study that. Uh, put a, a vibrator up your behind before you insert your penis up your girlfriend's behind. Ah, I've heard that one before. If you so desperately want to try it in her, why don't you let her do it to you first and see how you like it? Now, I, that is a response I've heard for not just this sex act, but many sex acts where people are asked to do certain things that they consider not so great. Like I've, I've heard women say, uh, listen, you want me to, it's so important for me to swallow, uh, from oral sex. I'll do it after you take a mouthful. And if you're okay with that, uh, then I'll consider it. So this goes along the same lines. If you take one 
uh, up the butt, then, uh, then maybe, maybe I'll consider it, right? What do you think will be the response to that? I think we discussed this on the boys club one night with, uh, with the guys and I don't think anybody was all that interested in that, but anyhow, uh, that's it for me. <clears throat> By the way, I answer your questions at the beginning of every show, but Tuesdays I spend the, the whole hour doing that. So if you do have questions for me, I encourage you to send them in by email and you can email me laurie at drlaurie.com. So L-A-U-R-I-E is how you spell my name at D-R-L-A-U-R-I-E.com and, uh, and just listen in. Remember I use no names, keep it anonymous, um, but I'm very happy to answer all of your uh, questions tomorrow night on the program it is uh, dating dilemma so we'll have some uh, some dating questions uh, to deal with tomorrow evening thanks to all of you for your texts thank you for uh, spending so, your uh, your hour with me tonight thanks of course to brian Callisar, our technical producer uh, and again uh, just uh, my website you can contact me through there as well it's drlaurie.com Coming up next on CJD, the CTV National News. Wishing you a great rest of the evening, and remember to live your life with passion.